Hello. Welcome to a special edition of the Gotta Look Up podcast. Today is November 11th. This date has very special meaning to me for three reasons. One, it's my dad's birthday. He would have been 88 years this year. We're coming up on the five-year anniversary of his passing from this earth and into heaven. I think about him every day, but especially on his birthday. Two, it is also the birthday of a very special person in my life. Shout out to Lisa. Three, it is Veterans Day or Armistice Day, marking the end of World War I. World War I was called the war to end all wars. How's that working for us almost 110 years later? But since it is my dad's birthday, I go back to thinking about how obviously important this man was and still is in my life. He was my second teacher. Mom will always be the first. He formed the foundation of who I am as a man from what he instilled in me as a child. These teachings were passed down to him by his mother and father and all of the other mothers and fathers before them. Part of my Gotta Look Up mission is to also look inward at a deeper level. We can look up, we can look inward, we can look higher. Have you ever given much thought about what makes you who you are at your core? I'm not talking about molecules and DNA and all that. We know that we are part of a lineage of various families over many centuries. But what I'm referring to here is not the heredity of who we are, but the impact of the environment that built the foundation of who we are. When I look back at things that I remember from childhood, but didn't fully understand the meaning, complexity, and nuance of these things, I now begin to understand their importance. For me, several messages come to the forefront. First, Pop's Ten Commandments. My family on my father's side lived on the East Coast, mostly in the Philadelphia area. It is a great city, especially for someone interested in history. In that area of the country, grandparents are commonly called Mom, Mom, and Pop Pop. In our case, my father's father wanted to shorten that to just Pop. I only saw Pop on four occasions that I can remember. Once he surprised us by flying across the country to be with us on Christmas Eve. He was a funny man who I wish I had more time with, but his influence on me through his strong, positive influence on my dad, I continue to learn. He was a Protestant who married a Catholic, which was scandalous in the 1930s in America. He was never fully accepted by many in his wife's family because of this, but he was the one person who stood up and offered his home to his mother-in-law when she needed full-time care later in life. None of her other children stepped up. My grandfather did. My dad told me this story and I wonder what other stories I know nothing about. One of the things my dad shared with me was a list of Pop's 10 commandments, which given the influence he had on my dad can only mean that these are my dad's 10 commandments as well. I carry a copy of it in my wallet in case I need to remember what's important in life. Here are Pop's 10 Commandments. Obey God's 10 Commandments. Two, respect everybody. Three, help somebody. Four, if you can't say good, don't say anything. Five, the youngest first. Six, make sure children are happy. Seven, always tell the truth. Eight, take care of your family. Nine, thank God for what you have. And 10, always stick together. I continue to strive to keep all of these, but like God's 10 commandments, I sometimes fall short. But this list is not a request for perfect behavior. It is a guideline to return to when I come up short. I shall live on. 
Ever since I can remember, there was a plaque on the wall at our house that read as follows. Throw my ashes to the winds. Let not my name be remembered, for I shall live on, my child, through you. I'm not sure where this came from. My grandfather may have written it himself. It is a very powerful verse. It shows the pride of fatherhood, the importance of lineage and legacy, and the honoring of children. A legacy that matters. Another plaque that I have on my wall was something given to me by my grandfather. It goes as follows. Let us so bear ourselves that if our family lives for a thousand years, men will still say the Campbells were honorable people. For this one, I do know where the inspiration came from. It is derived from Winston Churchill's finest hour speech, touting the accomplishments of the vaunted few in the Royal Air Force during the Battle of Britain, a victory which changed the course of the world and was Hitler's first defeat in World War II. The message is simple. Focus on doing what is right and honorable and teach that to future generations of the family so that people remember our family as people you could trust and count on. I hear these words in my head many, many times. Another foundation is Birkenhead first or the Birkenhead drill. This is something that my father and grandfather used to say a lot, Birkenhead first. The HMS Birkenhead was a British ship that sunk in 1845, and it was the first time the order of women and children first was given. My entire life, the notion of women and children first was repeated in various situations. It is still to me this day that you make sure that the needs of the women and children in your life take priority over not your own needs, but personal wants. This especially pertains to the safety of the women and children in your life. And in the case of children, it is further extended to Pop's Ten Commandment of Youngest First. The message of Birkenhead First is something that has stuck with me. It is part of the reason, along with my mom's influence, that I tend to default to a chivalrous approach towards women and why taking care of my children and the younger generations is also a priority. All of these examples of foundations actually go toward character and integrity. Some quotes to consider. Character is how you treat those who can do nothing for you. I don't know who said that, but it's very important to adhere to. Again, character is how you treat those who can do nothing for you. Let's talk a little bit about Veterans Day. Since Veterans Day or Armistice Day commemorates the end of World War I, I would be remiss if I did not give a high-level mention of the cost of World War I. World War I took place between 1914 and 1918. Over 65 million soldiers from 30 different countries took part in the fighting. 10 million of them would die. There were over 38 million casualties. In Flanders Fields is a poem written by John McRae that commemorates the soldiers who fought in the war. From a Wikipedia search, In Flanders Fields is a war poem written by Canadian physician Lieutenant Colonel John McRae during World War I. The poem was inspired by the funeral of a friend and fellow soldier, Lieutenant Alexis Helmer, who died in the Second Battle of Ypres. The poem describes the poppies growing in Flanders Fields, a common name for World War I battlefields in Belgium and France. The poem is one of the most quoted from the war and was used in efforts to recruit soldiers and raise money to sell war bonds. You'll often see people, particularly in Europe, wearing the remembrance poppy. It's attributed to the poem and Flanders fields and the red and black poppies that grow in that region. So here it is, In Flanders Fields by John McRae. In Flanders fields, the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place 
and in the sky. The larks still bravely singing fly, scarce heard among the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch, the years to hold it high. If you break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep though poppies grow in Flanders fields. War is hell. It is beyond hell. You can see it firsthand now. It's playing out now around the world. I believe the root cause of war is hate, elitism, envy, evil, and greed. What is the answer? Love is the answer. Stop teaching children to hate. Stop it in your own heart. Peace is the answer. Love is the answer. Forgiveness is the answer. Some more quotes. I don't care how dark it gets. Love is and always will be my answer. From St. Francis of Assisi, all the darkness in the world cannot extinguish the light of a single candle. And here's a couple Thomisms. If you don't evolve peacefully, you will get pulled violently. And we stand on a platform today built by the courage and sacrifice of our collective ancestry. None of them were perfect and neither are we, but we can honor their sacrifice by doing better and treating each other with respect and dignity going forward. Let's honor the sacrifices of those who came before us by creating a world based on peace, love, and mutual respect. Let's get back to our positive foundations. Let's all go out there and be candles. No darkness can extinguish that light. I love you. Look up, look around, look inward. What are some of your core values and where did they come from?